Hi guys, I'm Ashley. I'm Eve. And I'm Nick. And we are The Money Medics. And we're your hosts of Your Real Money Stories. An original podcast series brought to you in association with Zopa. The podcast where we'll be giving you the unfiltered truth about money through anonymous confessions and unfiltered opinions. As well as providing useful information and resources for each topic we discuss. And we have to say, this isn't financial advice. These are just our views. So because of technology, it's so much easier to make money online these days. And a new way that's grown in notoriety is OnlyFans. And the reason why I say notoriety is because for some, it's still considered a taboo way of making money. But things are slowly changing. I mean, I'm sure you guys have probably heard that Megan from Love Island reportedly makes £800,000 a month and she's used her money to buy a house in London. And I'm thinking, wow, 800k, boy. What would I do with that money? I don't even, I, I would go crazy. I would go mad. I'll buy my online, my, my island or something. Anyway, so as per usual, there'll be three sections to this podcast. First, we'll hear a personal story from our anonymous guest. Then we'll discuss our own opinions. And of course, at the end, we have some very useful tips and resources. Now, today we've got Lily joining us as our anonymous guest. And of course, that is not her real name. Lily, thank you again for joining us. How's your day been so far? Yeah, apart from the rain all day, it's it's been a pretty good day today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's go straight into it. So tell me a little bit about what made you first decide to open an OnlyFans account. Um, So for me, it was kind of similar to what you've just said. Like you see people, like famous people, whatever, that are making so much money and it was it basically started off as curiosity like with you saying what would I do with that money yeah I saw I think it was in a newspaper or a magazine there was an article on a woman that was in like quite like she was a professional in her job but then she decided to give that job up and start an OnlyFans because she was making like double the amount of money she was out of her career it started off as a joke I said to my partner at the time like oh can you imagine if I just gave give up my job and start doing that instead and he was like well I don't think you should give up your job but you know if you want to go for it go for it and I was like oh no (laughs) I was joking but then I started thinking about it and I was like you know what why not like if he's okay with me doing it and I'm okay doing it then let's just let's just see if it works let's just give it a go because I've never done anything like it before and yeah, that was basically how it started. Um, I just thought, yeah, let's let's just why not? The worst that's going to happen is I don't make any money. So what? I haven't lost anything. <laughs> so yeah, that that was that was how I I got into it. And do you mind letting us know what you do or what you did at the time as your main job and how much you were earning from that? Because then when we talk about your OnlyFans, and we can have an idea of you know the differences and how much you're making in a month. Yeah, so I was a operations manager and I was, um, before tax, I was on about 42k a year. So yeah, and yeah, I just thought, you know what, let's just give it a go and see if I can make a little extra bit of pocket money sort of thing. Yeah, so you were making quite a bit of money beforehand. So with all the extra money with um, the OnlyFans, was there anything in particular that you intended to use the money for? Um, yeah, so me and my partner, at the time, everything we were doing was with the intention of saving for a house. 
So we were like budgeting and every spare penny was getting put away. So yeah, we'd said like when I spoke to him about it and said, okay, I know you jokingly said this, but I'm actually thinking about doing it. I said to him, look, any money we make from it is going to go towards the house. So yeah, why not? And yeah, he he was fine with that. So yeah, everything I basically just put away and saved up. Hmm. So it's like you had a particular plan for what you wanted this money to be used for. And you had like quite a good plan, actually, because if you're using it for a house, you know that's a, a quite a decent investment, you know? Yeah. Mm, yeah, exactly. So beforehand, with your money plans for your house, how long were you thinking that it would take you to save for your deposit before money... Um, sorry, before OnlyFans? So we'd said probably two to three years because we were I know usually most people say oh just get like a start off at the bottom of the ladder get a one bed flat have that for a year or two and then move up to something bigger and a few of my mates had done that but we because we had a dog we were like we don't want a flat so we wanted to go like straight in for a house and we didn't really want to move too far away from family and where they would live in not the cheapest of areas so we were thinking already it was going to take us like maybe three years two to three years to save up so yeah with the extra little bit of money coming in it was looking more like year and a half to two years depending on what we wanted then Hmm, okay so initially about three years before considering OnlyFans and then when you thought of how much you could potentially make from OnlyFans it cut it down to about a year and a year and a half is that right yeah about a year and a half probably yeah Hmm. yeah Wow, not not bad at all. Not bad at all. Okay, so tell us about your OnlyFans. So what made like how did you start it? How much were you making, etc. So yeah, just tell us the whole story about how you started the OnlyFans account. Cool. So I didn't do it for as long as some people do it for. I had done it for just under a year. But I started off with I think I was making for about six months or so I'd done it like on OnlyFans and I was making about 600 a month-ish, give or take, sometimes higher, sometimes a little bit lower. But I wasn't putting in, like a lot of people on there, they they do it almost like a, a second full-time job. Like they put a lot of time and effort into it. I must admit, I didn't have that much investment in it because my job, I was already working stupid hours a week. So most evenings I'd be too tired or whatever. So I was only putting in like maybe five hours a week, some weeks. Like I wasn't putting in a whole lot of time. But yeah, I had a a few like regular subscribers on there sort of thing. And it does come with a little bit of pressure of like, obviously you have to post content. So if people are subscribing to you, they don't care how tired you are. They just want to see your photos. <laughs> so it got to a point where I was like, do you know what? This is actually, I know I'm getting a lot of money for very little work, but it's actually like starting to stress me out a little bit of having to make sure I make time to do stuff. So I decided to like stop basically. But one of my customers on there who'd been like the very first customer I had on there I told him that I was you know closing the OnlyFans blah, 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 blah. and then he was like oh but I'd really like to continue seeing your photos and stuff like that so we then come up with an arrangement where he was basically just like a private customer so for for another like four or five months afterwards I only had him as a customer but he was paying me like 300 pound a month because he was willing to pay me that money to continue to get the content so I think I've done that for about four or five months after for one person that's like I mean I don't have 300 pound a month to waste on something so he must have been 
someone on very good money, but like I wasn't complaining. <laughs> so yeah, I only done it for just under a year and then circumstances changed a bit and um yeah, I I completely stopped everything then. That's that's really interesting. So like in, in, in terms of like this payment, like was it paid like weekly, monthly? So now I don't know if I'm gonna get myself in trouble here, but no one knows who I am anyway, so it's fine. I don't know if you're supposed to take like <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to like take a private customer away from OnlyFans. I probably should have looked at that with the legalities first, but I didn't. Um, but we just done it through PayPal. So one of the one of the biggest things I would say to anyone if you are going to start on OnlyFans is don't do it in your own name. Like don't put any of your own personal details on there. So I had separate everything. I had a separate phone number. I had a separate email. I had a separate name. I had everything was separate. A separate PayPal. Everything was separate from my real life because I could not risk my real identity getting out because I would have lost my job. One aspect of it is if you care about your job, you know, make sure you, you've you put things in place that you're not going to lose your job. And the other aspect of it for me was just personal safety. Like I know of girls that have been on there and they haven't really thought about it. They've just like set up an account with their own name. It's all their own details. And then they've ended up like having to change their phone numbers because guys won't leave them alone. And But yes, yeah, so no, I just sort of carried on with him like through the email and the PayPal that I had set up and we communicated like through them channels and yeah once a month he'd just ping the money over and um yeah that that was how we done it and like were there like any like hidden costs like did you find yourself having to spend like extra money on like makeup or like underwear or things like that yeah so for like I I used to just do it all on my phone because I've got a fairly decent phone like the camera's pretty good on it but I did quite quickly realized that I needed like a tripod or something because it's very difficult to like unless you're going to have a photographer but then obviously you've got to trust someone to take photos like that of you and pay them to do it so I just done it myself or my partner would do it yeah I got a tripod just off of Amazon so it didn't cost a fortune um it just done the job and then I did buy a few different sets of like underwear and little clothing and stuff like that but I mean I must admit I'm I'm terrible for spending money on like pretty underwear because even if no one sees it when you've got it on underneath your clothes you just feel so much more confident so (laughs) initially there was a bit of an outlay for the the tripod little bit of makeup little bit of um lingerie I'm not really someone that wears a lot of makeup anyway though so it literally when I say a little bit of makeup I literally mean like a little bit of lipstick mascara like that's it I'm not someone that wears foundation or does end like I, I just hate it on my face. I just feel like I want to scrub my face constantly. So that that's another thing. Like, if you are starting out and you are someone that loves makeup, you are probably going to spend a lot of money on makeup because you'll constantly be getting ready for shoots and stuff. But with me, it was just like that. That was part of who I was on there. Like, I, it was although I wasn't me because I used fake everything. I was just me on there. You know, like what you see was what you get. And I think that's not necessarily set me apart. But like, without sounding rude to anyone, because everyone is beautiful on there that I've seen I I just personally don't like that really really caked makeup look I like to see people's natural faces so yeah I think that probably not necessarily was in my favor but I think maybe that's what pulled my customers in no I see what you mean especially since the um lockdown because I'm not used to wearing makeup anymore when I do have to actually put makeup on my face it just feels like oh my gosh what the hell it just feels like a foreign body like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no, I completely get what you're meaning. Yeah, but um, oh sorry, were you gonna say something, Ash? No, I was gonna say like I, I'm like really curious because I'm 
I'm not sure how like the OnlyFans platform works, but like within like the actual platform, did they charge you like any fees when you made withdrawals or like do you have to like pay for ads for like people to see like your profile? I'm not um I'm not the most like I don't I, I hate technology basically, as you've probably guessed from today when we were trying to set up. I'm I'm horrible with technology. Nick has just said twenty percent and I'm querying. How do you know this, Nick? <laughs> i'm joking i'm sure he's just done research before this podcast but he says yeah it's 20 percent. yeah so i just had it going straight into paypal because again paypal you can obviously set up off of an email address and i had it set up off of the email address that i was using for the only fan so then then i just moved it over to my own actual bank account but obviously like i didn't want to be giving out my bank account details to anyone so yeah i just done it through paypal because i felt like that was the safest option so is it like a minimum withdrawal amount or is it that no matter how much you earn you can just withdraw it as and when you want to or is it that like it just goes in automatically and you don't really have to withdraw how does it work exactly i can't remember there being a minimum amount i i'm pretty sure you just withdrew it and again, though, I didn't, I didn't do a lot of, so my, my partner at the time, he was better with money than I was, and he would do most of the, like, financial side of it, I guess. But yeah, I, I don't remember him saying anything about there being a minimum, like, withdrawal amount. As far as I know, he just, like, it was just withdrawn at the end of the month. Right, okay. So you had the whole process set up every month. Okay, that's... <laughs> It sounds very efficient. So I know you said in the beginning that most of this money was um, supposed to be contributed towards your deposit. So when you had decided that you didn't want to do OnlyFans anymore, had you saved up enough all the money that you needed for your deposit then? Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so we basically decided like, I, I was done with it because I had a like a changing career and with the career that I'm going into now I or I couldn't risk like basically I, I would that that would be it I wouldn't have a career if I was found out so I was like no the risk the risk now outweighs the benefit to it so it's not worth it and we we did literally just have enough saved up but then because you can't plan life and it always throws you curveballs we then actually split up so we had the money there ready to go but then um with COVID happening, he was made redundant, so he lost his job, and then I was going to be made redundant, so I decided I had to look for a new career, so yeah, things just happened, and then a few months down the line, we just, things weren't working out between us, um, and yeah, we called it a day, um, so I do have a, a nice little sum of money stashed away now, but it'll be sat there for a little while now, because uh, I won't be getting a mortgage yet. <laughs> not on my own so but it's nice to know that like I don't I don't regret doing it at all because even though the end goal was to get the house and that hasn't happened I've still saved all that money up and it's still sat there so when I am in a position to go and get a house I've got that little bit of money sat there ready to go really so yeah and then I guess like my, my question is around like the practicalities of like um declaring for tax purposes like did you does that factor in or do you think that will come up I think that did factor in but I had zero input with that because my partner 
many moons ago worked in finance so literally any like tax confuses me like I'm not even going to try and <laughs> pretend that I, I I understand that like it confuses me so badly so no he he used to keep he had like a spreadsheet and he'd keep track of what money came in and when it came in and when it was moved over to which bank accounts and all that stuff so um I can't really I'm not really confident answering that I think it may have factored in but I didn't do anything to do it like if it did he would have done all of that so I'm I wouldn't want to say no, it didn't, and then I also wouldn't want to say, oh yeah, it does. I, I'm I'm not entirely sure. I'm curious, like so, like during that time, like did you feel like it was worth it? I think from what you said, you were doing about two and a half working days, about roughly about two and a half days a month in total. Like for the amount of time that was put into it, it was definitely well paid. <laughs> um, but I would say you have to enjoy doing it. Like it, otherwise, it really isn't worth it. Like. I quite enjoy getting up in front of a camera and <laughs> having the photos done. And then, I don't know, like, I'm just, this it sounds so vain. I hate saying that out loud because it sounds so vain. But, like, it, I really enjoy, like, having a photo taken and then looking at it and going, oh, yeah, I like that one. Whereas a lot of people don't like being in front of the camera. And I completely get that because I hated it when I was younger. I hated being in front of the camera. Now I'm just like, yeah, take a photo of me. So <laughs> I think you've really got to, you've got to enjoy doing it because otherwise, I just I can't imagine it would be fun like if it hadn't been fun for me that it wouldn't have been worth it like and that's why in the end like I say it started to get a bit because work was getting busier and busier and I was find finding it more and more difficult to get, get the, the content done because like I say I was just too tired or I'd be like doing like I don't know if any of you have ever done night shifts but I am a complete zombie overnight shift so I used to work shifts so if I was like on a week of night shifts, I'd be like, yeah, no, all I want to do is sleep. The last thing I want to do is try and be sexy and take photos. So, yeah, it just got to the point where it stopped being fun because other things in my life were getting a bit hectic. And yeah, then I was like, no, that's it. I was doing this because it was fun for a laugh and a joke for a little bit of money. And now it's stressing me out. So now it's not worth it. So, yeah, it is worth it financially for the hours you put in, but I'd say you have to enjoy it. Otherwise, don't do not do it. <laughs> you know, I completely agree with that um, messages and whatever it is that you do, it's so important that you enjoy it because you hear some like investment bankers or, you know, um, people in different industries that are earning crazy money, but they absolutely hate their jobs. And then at the end of the day, they just feel like it's just not worth it. And then other people, like um, like people that are more creative, sometimes you've got like new up and coming artists and and musicians, etc., that absolutely love what they do, but because they're so new in the game, they're not making enough money from it. But they absolutely love it, and that's what really counts. It just makes your day to day worth it if you enjoy what you do. So no, I completely completely agree when you say that. But overall, um. When you think back about the money that you've made from OnlyFans in comparison to what you make in your job now, do you feel any differently about that particular money? Do you feel like, oh, because you've earned it in that way, it needs to be spent in a certain way? I mean, or do you feel like, oh, money's money and I've, it doesn't really matter how I spend it? How do, how do you feel about your earnings from it? Yeah, so for me, it's basically what you've just said, money is money. Like, <laughs> regardless of whether I've done an eight-hour shift or a 30-minute photo shoot, it's money like at the end of the day it's gonna buy the same thing you know so the only thing I'd say is like some some women that were doing it they'd because they they didn't have 
the support of their partner. So they'd like almost have to hide their money. And then it was, then they'd be like, oh, I need to spend some money because I'm getting too much money built up. They're going to ask questions, blah, blah, blah. I was, I couldn't have done it if that was the case. Like, I was lucky that my partner was on board. He was like helping me with all of it. And we knew the money was coming together for what we were saving for. But yeah, at the end of the day, the way I see it, it was money. (laughs) And my salary from my actual job would hit my bank account at the end of the month. And then the money from PayPal would also hit my bank account. And then we just took the budget out of it and everything else went in the savings. So yeah, money is money as far as I'm concerned. That makes complete sense. So you also mentioned something else earlier on. You mentioned that you had to have a completely different um, identity when you were using OnlyFans, like a different bank account, different email, etc., etc. So how was your general experience? Did you ever have like creeps following you home or, or, or trying to like get your details or anything like that? Or do you fi- did you find that most people were generally quite nice? and you know friendly towards you what was your overall experience I feel like I had a very lucky a very positive experience because I didn't really come across anyone creepy or pushy or like all the like people that I spoke to they were all quite respectful and quite nice um so yeah I, I never really had any problems but like I said earlier I did I did know of girls that did have problems and unfortunately they hadn't really put measures in place to keep themselves as safe as they could have and it did lead to problems whereas yeah like I say I had a separate email separate phone number so even if um, people that I was chatting to on there were like oh I really want you like your phone number can we talk outside if if that was gonna happen then I had the the separate phone number so yeah I yeah I that one of the biggest things to anyone that start and just just make sure you keep yourself safe because there are really horrible people out there on the internet there are creepy people that like yeah that you're gonna get them everywhere same as in real life you've got good people you've got bad people and it's exactly the same on the internet and you need to keep yourself safe from them bad people i think that's a really important warning as well um because sometimes people can feel like oh because it's online it's like a separate reality and I don't really think that this is that you know people can find out where you live if there are creeps there as well. I mean, you said that something happened to someone that you know. What happened to them? If you don't mind sharing. So um, they basically they were talking to someone. Um, I think it was one of their customers, and then I I'm assuming he must have found like their Instagram because that's another thing. A lot of people advertise for their OnlyFans on their Instagram obviously because she hadn't put like a fake identity in place her Instagram was just like her normal Instagram and he basically found that she'd been at a park or whatever as like somewhere that she'd been walking and then was like hanging out and then he was sending her messages like oh I went to so-and-so today to wait for you and you didn't turn up and da 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 like if he'd asked her to meet and she was just like this is actually I don't know what to do like this is ridiculous and he wouldn't like he wouldn't stop messaging her like at all hours of the day he'd be ringing her and like I say it was her own number so she basically ended up having to change everything like she got a new new number I don't actually know if she's still doing OnlyFans or not I think she stopped it but I'm not 100% sure because I've like lost contact with everyone but um yeah she she had to change her number she stopped putting her location up on Instagram I, I don't I don't know what actually come of it because I, I left and I lost contact with everyone. But yeah, it got to the point where she was actually scared to like go to her local park and stuff because this this guy was just 
hanging about trying to find her sort of thing yeah don't don't give your location to anyone <laughs> that is really 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 creepy but like you know like you said it's important that people know this yeah there are some people that are making millions and enjoying their lives going to different islands with the money from only fans but at the same time there's also that safety aspect of it as well and yeah no it's really important that you that you highlight that bit as well so no thank you for that but actually you were going to say something yeah, I, I was just going to ask, like, um, apart from, like, your partner, did, like, anyone else know that you were... Um... No, no one um, other than my best friend. So it was my partner because he basically was, like, doing all the money side of it once it was up and running. And then my best mate because they helped me set it up and stuff. Um, but, yeah, they were the only two people in my real life that knew what I was doing because it's kind of taboo still. For me, it isn't, like, it's the human body you're taking photos like it's whatever so it wasn't for the fact that I didn't care really who found out like if people had found out I would have been like oh well cool they found out but the thing for me like I say was my job my job was the the thing that I had to keep protected from it sort of thing and obviously if people in my real life had found out then that could have got back to my employer and then I could have been out of a job so for me I had to keep it all secret because I couldn't afford to lose my main income whereas I mean other people I guess if they if you're going to go into it full-time and you're going to make enough money off of it to have it as almost like a full-time job then by all means like shout out from the rooftops but just for me that wasn't a situation that I was able to to be and I had to keep it separate from my life really I mean is it something that you would think about doing full-time though do you think I had considered it but I think I'm one of them people that I, I, I overthink everything. I worry about everything. I have to plan everything. I've got lists for anything. Like <laughs> I'm one of those people. And I think for me, just the, the, I guess the lack of stability, like obviously you can have good months and bad months. You can gain customers, you can lose them. And I think for me, I, I don't think I'd like to be without a stable income, but that's, that's, that's just me. Like obviously there's a lot of people that, their main income is unstable anyway. So, like, yeah, if you're in a position where you're comfortable to go for it, go for it. But um, for me personally, I know I did think about it and I was like, no, do you know what? Because I'd just, I'd just be worrying all the time about, oh gosh, how much money am I going to bring in next month? And I feel like that would have made it, that would have added a lot more stress and made it a lot less fun. Um, and for me, it was always about having fun with it. It's really interesting you say that, only because Nick and I were having a conversation about um, contracting um, a few days ago. So Nick used to be in a, um, a, like a permanent role. He then quit his job and became a contractor. And with contractors, they make a lot of money. But because it's a contract, it um, can be unsteady and unreliable. And he says overall, now in retrospect, he doesn't think he would ever go into contracting again because even though yeah you can have the opportunity to make a lot of money when something happens or you know once your contract is over you can't really plan your future properly because you never know what's going to happen so yeah I think it's it's similar to to this because you know you were earning a lot of money on on OnlyFans but then at the same time it's like it's freelance work so you know your earnings is based on whoever it is subscribes to your platform at the time and I guess you're right isn't that's that can vary month by month yeah and if you've got like a set amount of bills to pay you need to know you can pay them bills <laughs> so yeah yeah for me it, I just find it too stressful to have it as a full-time job so do you think you could ever do it again in the future 
What do you think? Um, so I would like to, because I did enjoy the time that I was doing it, and it was nice to have that little extra bit of money, and it's, I don't want to say it's easy money, because it is not, you do have to put the effort into the shoots that you do, and the videos, and whatever you're doing, but in terms of, like, the money you'd get for the hours, it, it is really enjoyable, and I would like to do it again, but for me, my career, I always have to think of first. And I just, I don't think now that it would be worth the risk if someone did find out somehow. I just, yeah, I think I'm, I'd am i be a little bit more reserved this time around if I was going to do it again. You mentioned that you made a transition, like you don't need, need to tell us exactly what it is that you do, but like... So um, I've gone into like healthcare and home care, so... There's like codes of conduct and stuff that you have to adhere to. And I don't know for sure. I just feel like, yeah, probably plastering yourself all over the internet naked probably isn't <laughs> allowed if you're, you know, going into people's homes and caring for them. So, um, <laughs> yeah, for me at the moment, I'm I'm focused on my actual um, career. But that's not to say I would never do it again because I did enjoy it. So it's it'll just be weighing it up basically pros and cons is the is the benefit worth the risk of it sort of thing hmm. and like would you like recommend it to like a friend yeah if, it? It, yeah 100 percent. the main things is you stay safe and you keep it enjoyable and if you can do that i'd go i'd say go for it whoever's thinking about it just just please please keep yourself safe only do things that you are comfortable with like if, if someone asks you to do something and you don't want to do it you can say no the worst that's going to happen, as long as you've kept yourself safe, is they're just going to unfollow you, unsubscribe. So, yeah, have boundaries. De- like, you need to have your boundaries set. You need to know what your limits are. And because otherwise it, it can become really un- unenjoyable really, really quickly. So, yeah, but no, I, I, yeah, if anyone's thinking about it, you need that little extra bit of money and you like being in front of the camera, do it. Do it. Why not? Just stay safe. You know, I absolutely love your confidence about this. And I like that. You, <laughs> no, it's true because I like that, you know, you're doing this and you're owning it and you're you're comfortable with it and you're, and you're proud, in a sense, proud of it. And at the end, it's worked for you. You know, you had your goal. You want to save money for a house, which is more and more. It's getting really, really hard to do these days. You found a way to do it and, you know, you're enjoying it. You've made your money and, you know, now you're, you don't you feel like you don't need it anymore. So. I mean, it's it's great hearing this this part of the story. So, thank you so much for sharing your story, Lily. Really, really, really appreciate that. Yeah, thank you so much. And I think for me, I think the biggest thing I've learned and what people should take away from this is that don't knock anyone's hustle. I think it's I think this conversation is needs to be had in terms of normalizing because we live in a big wide world and you don't know where people are making their money. You know, and it's like I'm all I'm all for legal ways of, of doing things and it's like to each on your own you know if you found something you enjoy and you're you're good at doing then double down and, and do that you know i think it's like the the way things are when i compare only fans bitcoin match betting or or other high risk things you know it's like we get into a place especially with the millennial gen z generation if that's what works for you and that's what you're good at then who 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 is anybody to say, oh, you shouldn't do it? At the end of the day, you're not hurting anyone. So do your thing, make your money and just be a nice person. 
there you go. Let's, that, that's, that's the main takeaway for today. Don't judge people. Just be a nice person. <laughs> oh, that was a very, very, very interesting episode. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be honest. You know, it's got me thinking a lot. Money's been on my, on my mind recently on how I can make extra money. And she's really, she's really twisted my ear. <laughs> you know what she was saying. But with that being said, I might as well ask the million dollar question. Guys, drum roll. Um, so would you or have you and how, you know, how would you feel if like your partner or your friend or, you know, anyone you knew set up at OnlyFans? How would you feel? Or, you know, would you do it yourself? I'll go first. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So I'll start with like my, if my friend wants to set up at OnlyFans, then like, yeah, like, do you be like, I would, I, I would never like say no you know, don't do it. I think I would definitely, I'm, you know, in the same camp as that Lily, be careful, be safe, you know, keep everything separate, don't get too greedy, make sure you have a plan, you know, and yeah, do what you need to do. I I believe in working smart and not hard. I don't see the point in spending, uh, you know, 100 hours to make X amount of money when you can spend 10 hours doing the same thing. Um, For myself, would I do it? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'll, I'll be honest. Prior, prior to this conversation, I would have said no. But now after, you know, hearing what Lily has to say, I won't lie to you, throughout the whole episode, I was looking at my feet like, hmm, would I be able to do a little something with my feet? <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm still on the fence because that extra, you know, 500, that 500, 600 pounds, I can use that to invest in cryptocurrency. <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna go away and think about it and let you guys know. But um, what about you, Nick or Eve? What would you guys do? I think I don't know. I think I'm similar in your sense. As in, if I had a friend that was doing, it, then that's absolutely fine because as long as whatever it is that you're doing is consensual, is legal, it's not gonna get me in trouble by being associated with you, and it's not gonna get yourself in trouble. Then whatever it is that you choose to do is absolutely fine um and it's and it's moral as in like um people are not being hurt in the process or you know it's not but you know you know as long as no one's been hurt it's not affecting anyone's families or anything like that then whatever it is that you do for your money then that's completely up to you that's fine um would I do it myself I mean what Lily was saying was that and what we were mentioned earlier is that we wouldn't do anything that we don't enjoy no matter how much you're you're earning and for me for like showing my body physically that's not something I would personally enjoy to do and that's like a like a personal possibly partially cultural thing as well because I'm where I'm from um so it's not really something that I would enjoy so I know personally I it's not something that I would get myself into you did mention feet there and to be honest I've got quite nice feet that maybe I mean if I could get a bag like an extra you know 1k a month for showing my feet and that's very relatively low effort you don't have to wear makeup. You don't have to show your body. I wouldn't mind <laughs> if Nick would be all right with it. I was going to say, though, on on OnlyFans, like, it's not just about, like, sexual-related work. Like, people do other stuff yeah. on OnlyFans. Some people sell, share, like, educational mm. content. They they sh- It's almost like a private YouTube, so definitely don't get it twisted. It's not, it's not just about, like, you know, sexual-related content. There's other content that you can mm. put on OnlyFans. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good How about point. you, Nick? My take on it is that um, if a friend wanted to do it, <clears throat> I'll, by all means, I'll encourage them, I'll help them. 
if they wanted to do it because the, I think the, the way I, wait hold on you if it was a boyfriend or a girlfriend if it was a, if it was a friend a guy or or a girl so like if that's what you want I'm thinking if it's a girl why are you helping them you're married no no no, 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 no sorry, okay okay I, I take that back not help them but I'm just saying that if that's what you wanted to do I'm not going to judge them you know and I think um, my take on it is that the same way I feel like there's a societal norm for guys to watch porn or like when people say oh do you watch porn and most people have this notion that all guys do that and then when you think about women and only fans you're like oh no why are you doing that but it's the same type of taboo. The only difference is that one person is making money from doing something and one person isn't when it comes to explicit content, you know? So I think we should normalise that if people want to do that, that's that's them. Would I do it personally? Um, no. I think the way I see I feel like there's certain things, when we're talking about uh, explicit content, there's certain things I probably reserve for my marital home, personally speaking, you know, even if I was to get like jacked up um, going to the gym, or whatever, there's certain things I reserve for just my wife. You know, that's just my personal um, <laughs> take on it. Sorry, can I just add what you, with what you've just said? Because there was, I was reading somewhere that someone compared OnlyFans as like doing labour work. And, you know, sometimes people say, "Oh no, but it's selling your body." And then um, when I was reading. The article that I was reading says, yeah, but if you're working at a farm, is that not also selling your body because you're getting paid per hour based on how much um, work, physical work that you do? So, you know, why is it a bad thing to sell your body in, in that sense? So that's just another um, another opinion that I'll just throw out there. But no, I think we've heard lots of different views and everything. I think the most important thing to be aware of is that there are cyber predators so as uh, Lily has said, you know, if you are going to go down the route of OnlyFans, protect your identity, you know, and um, whether it's a separate email, a separate bank account, make sure you put those measures in place, you know, making sure it's consensual. As long as two legal adults are consenting, it's to each in their own, right? But I think the, the final thing I want to close is that there are lots of different high-risk side hustles. Uh, one of them is like like match betting, Bitcoin. I know one of the important life goals is getting a mortgage. So I can kind of very, very clearly say that when it comes to high risk side hustles, stuff like Bitcoin and match betting, lenders tend, some lenders do look down on those high risk uh, side hustles. But I'm here to say that Lenders don't have a problem with people using OnlyFans income to get a mortgage. So um, online mortgage advisors said like the normal protocol um, is in place. So you have to make sure you have um, two to three years worth of accounts. You can set up a limited company. You can show longevity if you're using an OnlyFans account. So it is very much possible to get uh, a mortgage if you're an OnlyFans creator. The most important thing is that you have a goal. So you set a savings goal amount, you're depositing a certain amount of money each month, and then it is possible to get a mortgage. So I think just want to really, really clear that up, that out of all the high-risk side hustles out there, um, when it comes to getting a mortgage, the only fans is the less, um, is the one that's less frowned upon because all the, lend all the lender cares about is just the numbers as opposed to the activity, whereby with the others, they're a lot more high risk and, and dangerous. So 
I really hope um, people have just gained a different perspective on OnlyFans and hearing from someone who's, who's done it, who's a, a professional as well. But as always, guys, if you have a story you want to tell, you want to get something off your chest, please do sign into our DMs. You've just listened to another episode of the Your Real Money Stories podcast. Thank you. You've just listened to an episode of Your Real Money Stories, an original podcast brought to you in association with Zopa. Who provide great value financial products and tools to make managing your money a lot easier. So make sure you subscribe and share with your friends who you think might have related to this episode. For more information and resources around the themes discussed in this episode, head over to zopa.com forward slash podcast. And of course, if you want to be on the next episode, make sure you slide into our DMs on Instagram at moneymedics.